everybody. Thank you for tuning into my podcast, Keeping It Real with Caramel. As we say 100, I have the beautiful Julie on the line. Hey, Julie, how are you, love? Hello, I'm good. Thanks so much for having me. Yay. So I would like to start off with a fun fact. So tell everybody where you're from and just a little fun fact about yourself. Yeah. So I am from Portland, Oregon. We just live just outside of Portland and I have two little boys, a four-year-old and then a 10-month-old baby who I had during the pandemic. So that was an interesting, interesting adventure for sure. Oh my God. Congratulations to you. Oh my God. That was so interesting. I know. You was like panicking, like, oh my God, oh my God, having this baby yeah. during the pandemic. Oh my. It was, it was <laughs> the beginning of May too, right? So it was a little bit earlier on in the pandemic. So it's totally wild, but yeah. Oh, awesome. Oh, wow. So this is something you could tell him when he gets older, right? Exactly. Yep, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So... You know, you do a lot of things. You are owner of a boutique, mm-hmm. you are author, and you do so much other things. So I was looking into a bio. So mm-hmm. I want to know, why do you say F the diet culture? Yeah. So diet culture is the worshiping of thinness, equating living in a smaller body to being morally superior. And at the end of the day, women are not their bodies right like i am more than my body i am more than that number on the scale and so when i say f diet culture what i'm talking about is no longer equating thinness to somehow being better like that is it's just it's a bunch of crap and i'm tired of seeing it everywhere well you know the women like when it comes to the body about mm-hmm. acceptance from a woman everybody finds something that's wrong with their bodies mm-hmm. you know you can look at their bodies and they'll be like I need to lose this and I need to lose that I need to do this I need to get on a diet I need to do this because I think it's more because of society um, they see other people um, and they want to be just like the people that they see i think right yeah diet culture it's it is everywhere in our culture the diet industry um last year was a 72 billion dollar industry 72 billion dollars a year and that profits off of keeping women like they're trying to keep women small and contained and unheard right like when we are so focused on our bodies we're not focused on the important things, right? Like once we once we can break that cycle and like, you know, be really at peace with our bodies, we don't have to love them, right? Like, but you have to accept it and you have to treat it with compassion and respect. Then we are freed to focus on the things that really matter, where we can affect change in the things that are actually important, you know? Well, that's that's true. And um, I know that you specialize in eating disorder. And so I know that you I think you went through this before. Mm -hmm. But how do you help other people to go through that? Like when people don't like just because like you said, because of society and Mm -hmm. and people start to shame people that's a little bit bigger than them. Mm -hmm. Um, So how do you help people prevent, you know, going through that? Yeah. So I suffered with anorexia and bulimia for 15 years growing up and I was in and out of treatment that entire time, right? Like suicidal, like all the, 
all the things. And I've been in recovery now for over a decade. And I've really made it my mission with the boutique and with the nonprofit that we also have to help empower women to love and accept themselves and the bodies that they are in. So I really work hard to just preach that message of self-love and self-acceptance and empowering other women to do the same. So we do that a lot with our work at the boutique. Like it's a, we're size inclusive. We really, really want every single person who comes through that door, whether it's our physical storefront or our website, like what, whichever it ends up being, my goal is to always help that person feel beautiful and that's what all of our stylists know as well and then the work with the nonprofit you know we help fund treatment for people suffering with eating disorders because the financial burden that eating disorder treatment is is insanely expensive like it is ridiculously expensive so that's what the nonprofit the nonprofit does is fund treatment for people that are in need that is awesome that is awesome what you're doing right now so how do you notice when someone is actually going through it like what's the signs mm-hmm. that you'll be like okay you know because yeah. i know you've been through it so what what is the signs for, from that you know it's interesting because what is portrayed in the media with eating disorders is so stereotypical and one um one look right when in reality they can occur in any person any any gender any color any race any um, socioeconomic status they really cross all of the um they really can occur in anybody and so when you're talking about what Mm -hmm. to look for when people are suffering with an eating disorder it gets really tricky because a lot of times they, you know, eating disorders thrive in secrecy. And when somebody is very thin does not mean that they have an eating disorder. And somebody can live in a larger body and still definitely have an eating disorder. So it comes down to watching behaviors and really like listening to the person talk, but you can't tell, you often cannot tell someone has an eating disorder by just looking at them. Right. And and I I totally agree with that because um, maybe some people that is smaller than others, Mm -hmm. um, maybe that's their gene. Maybe they're supposed to be small like that, you know, not because they're they're having an um, eating disorder, you know, Mm -hmm. and some people are bigger and maybe they're having it and nobody knows because they're like oh she's okay because she's a she's a bigger figure a full figure woman or or a man or something like that you know yeah and it's really it's dangerous and it's sad you know it's getting a little bit better now where people in like the treatment the doctors are starting to recognize it a little bit more but we have a long ways to go with that long ways to go like people that live in larger bodies are often not even asked questions at the doctor's office that would you know give the give the provider an idea of whether this person has an eating disorder or not so we we have a long ways to go as a society and it all goes back to the diet culture and just the constantly being inundated with messages that we are not good enough right and that's true so let's talk about mary um mary rose foundation yeah. um again this 
you know, let's tell us what it is again. Yeah, so that's our nonprofit. I started that about two and a half years ago. It's a registered 501c3 nonprofit, and it helps fund treatment for people suffering with eating disorders. So like I said, I had anorexia and bulimia for 15 years growing up, and the cost of treatment, my parents had to take out a second mortgage on their house in order to pay for my treatment. So for somebody that does not have insurance, for them to get residential treatment, it is between $1,400 and $2,200 a day. And yeah, and keep in mind too that most people require two to three months of treatment. So what we're running into a lot is either if they do have insurance, insurance will kick them out once they've gained gained a little bit of weight and that it weight is not an indicator of recovery, right? Like just because a person gained X amount of weight does not mean that they can be discharged and ready to go. So our our foundation helps fund their treatment. So we raise money typically through fundraisers, but you know, events been a little bit different this last year. Um, but a portion of all of our boutique sales as well goes to the foundation so we can keep this going. And you know, it has my heart. It's just, yeah, on hard business days, it's like what keeps me going is knowing that we're making a difference to people that really need it with the foundation. So that is awesome, Julie. For real, like seriously, that is so so awesome that you're doing Thank that. You. And what advice would you give someone if they was going through eating disorder? Like, what advice would you give them? The biggest one is that no matter how hard. It may seem right now, no matter how desperate you might feel, no matter how lonely, no matter how isolated, no matter how scared you are, that there is hope. And that is something, that message of hope is really what inspires me every day to keep going as well is that I want people to know that no matter where you are now, like things can get better. You know, you don't have to live in that amount of pain forever. And there is hope and there is treatment available. And you know what, Julie, I love your message that you had. You said simply one strength, courage, self-compassion, and most of all, hope. Yeah. I love that. Because when I read that, I was like, that message means so much in in one sentence, you know? You know. And it means don't you have that strength and that self-compassion for yourself and you know no matter this is how i saw it no matter what it's always hope at the end you know and that that is beautiful well and it it's so interesting now too because that you know it just translates to it doesn't matter what your personal issue is right like mine happened or your story excuse me mine happened to be an eating disorder and that message of hope was still there but no matter what what your personal story is is like at the end of the day there is still hope and i really want people to hear that like we can get better we can you know affect change in in whatever way right. like in whatever way your path is you know you know what i mean like yeah yeah i know exactly what you mean that and that's awesome so like i do all my entrepreneurs that comes on because they're so special like you (laughs) um so when you wake up in the morning and you get up and you put your feet on the floor Mm -hmm. why why do you do that why do you get up every morning and do what you do i really 
want women to know, particularly women, that they are more than their bodies. And that once you let go of that diet culture mentality, you are free to do the work that you are meant to do. And there is so much power in that, right? Because my work is different than your work and your work is different than, you know, the next person's work. But when we free up that mental energy that we spend obsessing about our bodies, about what we ate, about calories and macros or whatever, you know, when we free up that mental energy and we put that towards our gifts, our passions, our change that we are meant to do in this world, we're going to be unstoppable. Like I am, I am so excited for women to really like be on this movement of rising up, you know, empowering, empowering women to just live their lives and, you know, do the things that they're meant to do. That's that's true. Cause I'm all about empowerment too. Empower yeah. these women, you know what I mean? I yes. I so do. what is your next project? <laughs> so what's right. the next project yes so i own a boutique right mary rose boutique and we are mm-hmm. in the process of designing our own eco-friendly sustainable line in all the sizes because girl let me tell you so hard to find sustainable environmentally aware clothing in um, curvy sizes like it is almost impossible like I, it is so frustrating, um, and so we're we're going to be doing that. Our estimated launch date is next spring, so spring twenty twenty two is when we're expected to launch our line. Petals of Hope is the name of the line. So awesome! Awesome! Yeah, I, I I know you're excited about that. Yeah, okay. it is kind of it's kind of hard to find clothes for curvy women because you know I'd be looking like uh uh-uh this is too small for me I can't wear this (laughs) I know and it's 70% of um U.S. women are above a size 14 or size 14 and above and like so Mm -hmm. many of the clothes only go up to a size large I'm like this you guys we are missing something people let's go (laughs) come on so we're gonna do it Awesome. That is so awesome that you're doing that. And you know, Julie, you are doing um, such a good job of helping others. And this nonprofit is going to be, it's amazing. And uh, we thank you for that because we need it. And a lot of people need that extra help, you know, especially if it's that expensive to do that, you know? Yeah, how expensive it is. Like, it's so not okay. Like, at the end of the day, this is just not okay. Like, it's just not okay. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So if someone want to get in contact with you, how can they contact you? Yeah. The best place to follow us along is our Instagram. So we are on Instagram as Mary Rose NW as in Northwest Boutique. So Mary Rose NW Boutique is our Instagram. And that is definitely where we are most active and post all of our updates. So that's where you'll learn information about the new line and all the other amazing things. Well, also, because I'm going to follow you on Instagram. So yeah, watch out I'm for a, Caramel I'm Lucas coming you. at you. I'm following you right <laughs> now. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. I love it. I love it. And I just wanted to say thank you because, you know, you are amazing. I want you to have a good Sunday. Thank and you. And I 
you are so amazing and what you're doing is amazing and just keep on doing what you're doing thank you um, because you are helping somebody and everybody needs help you know and you're doing an amazing job so let me know i'm gonna follow you because i want to know when the boutique is ready so when the the clothes come out for the with the curvy women's size i definitely want to order something yeah yes i'll i'll find you you find me we got it (laughs) most definitely you take care um yourself and um stay in contact with me all right thank you so much i appreciate it okay bye-bye bye